Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. There's a new narrative that you're supposed to believe, and that is that Donald Trump took nuclear weapons documents to Mar-a-Lago. I want to be clear. I don't believe for a second the FBI was searching for nuclear weapons documents at Mar-a-Lago. I do believe that the DOJ and the FBI completely overshot here and didn't realize the backlash from the American people. They thought that they could just basically lie to the American people and now put out new misinformation and disinformation and claiming that Donald Trump was stealing nuclear weapons documents and that's why the FBI had to raid his home. They mishandled this. They mishandled it and they are trying to attack Donald Trump to forbid him from serving ever again in public office. Now, here's what I also know. There's a new narrative that has just come out, and that is that you, if you were angry with the DOJ or the FBI, are now a domestic terrorist. The Attorney General Garland yesterday expressing, quote, total outrage over anyone that would dare question the integrity of the men and women of the FBI. Let me remind you of Peter Strzok and Lisa Page. Let me remind you that the FBI were the ones that said and classified the Steele dossier as user-generated, meaning they knew that Hillary Clinton and the Clinton campaign made this document out of thin air and it wasn't real. And they sat by and allowed it to be weaponized and used to try to overthrow the will of the people. They tried to overthrow Donald Trump and get rid of his entire administration through impeachment. 
The idea that I should trust the integrity of the DOJ and the FBI right now, the corrupt DOJ and FBI at the highest levels, is clearly on full display now for everyone to see. So you better pay attention. Now, they're going to keep lying to you. There's a new Washington Post headline that's out that says the FBI searched Trump's home to look for nuclear documents and other items. The former president said on social media that he won't oppose a Justice Department request to unseal the search warrant. Classified documents that Washington Post claimed this morning related to nuclear weapons were among the items FBI agents sought in a search of former President Donald Trump's Florida residence on Monday, according to people familiar with the investigation. This is another deep state. I'm going to just say it live. Experts in classified information said the unusual search underscores deep concerns among government officials about the types of information they thought could be located at Trump's Mar-a-Lago Club and potentially in dangerous, uh, a danger to this country if they fell into the wrong hands. The people who described some of the material that agents were seeking spoke, of course, on condition of anonymity to discuss an ongoing investigation. They did not offer additional details about what types of information the agents were seeking, including whether it involved weapons belonging to the United States or some other nation. Nor did they say if such documents were discovered or recovered as part of the search. A Trump spokesman did not respond to requests for comment at the time from the Washington Post. The president, however, did come out and respond, saying it's absurd and ludicrous. No, there are not nuclear weapons documents at Mar-a-Lago. Donald Trump calling it another hoax. Again, this is how the deep state and the media work. Former President Trump immediately came out, dismissed this as another hoax. There is this report that the FBI raided his mansion to hunt for documents containing containing nuclear weapons secrets. The bombshell BS claim reported by the Washington Post, which I just read to you, cited unnamed sources just hours after the Attorney General Merrick Garland attacked every American who questioned the FBI and the DOJ. Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to say thank you and tell you about our good friends at Legacy Precious Metals. Without them, this show wouldn't be possible. And if you have not looked at gold and silver as a way to protect your hard-earned dollars against what's happening on Wall Street with inflation, it's time for you to call them and get the free investor's guide. Why? Because so many around the world are now using gold and silver, and historically they have for decades as a protection, a hedge against inflation, which is exactly what we're dealing with right now. If you're terrified to look at your retirement account, your 401k statement because of what's happening on Wall Street, that's all the more reason why you should call and get the investor's guide in gold and silver. Protect your hard-earned money and diversify. Call them and get the free investor's guide from Legacy Precious Metals. 1-866-751-2218. 1 or Nuclear weapons issue is a hoax, just like Russia, 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 the president wrote. Russia was a hoax. Two impeachments were a hoax. The Mueller investigation was a hoax and much more. That's what Trump posted on True Social. Sleazy, same sleazy people involved. Why wouldn't the FBI allow the inspection of areas of Mar-a-Lago with our lawyers or others present? Made them wait outside in the heat. Wouldn't let them even get close. Absolutely not, he said. Planting information, anyone? Question mark. Reminds me of Christopher Steele dossier, the president wrote. 
So to just take a step back, now they're saying that Trump may have had our nation's most sensitive nuclear secrets, but they waited a year and a half to go get them? That tells you how incompetent these people are if they did wait a year and a half to go get them. What's next? He's hiding nuclear missiles under his bed? It's a fair question that Monica Crowley asked earlier today. Now, the Washington Post report did not offer any other details on whether the alleged documents were about U.S. nuclear weapons or those of a foreign nation. And they did not disclose what was recovered during the search, but they want you to know that Donald Trump was holding nuclear secrets that if they fell into the hands of our adversaries, it could end all of us, right? Now, this isn't the only thing that's happening. Christopher Way is now slamming, quote, deplorable threats. Remember, we're the deplorables. And saying that it's sick and tired of his people being threatened by conservatives. This is the same FBI director that allowed the left to harass Supreme Court justices and surround their houses and try to intimidate them into changing Roe v. Wade. That FBI director denounced deplorable threats against federal law enforcement agencies and personnel that he says have appeared since the FBI raided former President Donald Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago. Now, in a moment, I'm going to be joined by one of the individuals who's been attacked by the FBI and who's been arrested by the FBI for working with Donald Trump. Peter Navarro is going to join me in a moment, and you're going to want to hear his story about what the FBI did to them when they arrested him recently. Now, Ray called these threats, the FBI director, which have appeared, he says, on social media, quote, deplorable and dangerous, using the word deplorable, clearly connected to Hillary Clinton. The apparent irony of the use of the word deplorable, once used by Hillary Clinton to mock Trump supporters, was clearly done on purpose. However, when faced with criticism from Republicans that the FBI was not doing enough to protect conservative Supreme Court justices from protests outside their private homes, which are, by the way, illegal under federal law, it's a felony, Ray looked the other way. The protests began appearing earlier this year when a draft decision of Roe v. Wade was leaked. The protests are aimed only at the conservative justice who joined the majority opinion in the Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization case. Ray, at the Senate Judiciary Committee hearing, was asked about it by Senator Tom Cotton earlier this month. And the FBI's refusal to enforce the relevant statute, Title 18 of the U.S. Code, Section 1507, Cotton noted that the DOJ had not brought a single case against the protesters, and he asked Director Ray if there had been any arrests for those involved in breaking the law, right? It's an important question. Listen. Director Ray, is it a crime under Section 1507 of Title 18 to picket and protest outside of a federal judge's home to try to influence his or her decision? Uh, I don't have the statute in front of me, but that sounds like a fair description. Uh, so, on numerous occasions uh, in recent months, there have been large-scale protests outside the homes of Supreme Court justices in the Washington, D.C. area. Um, yesterday, the head of the Department of Justice Criminal Division confirmed that the Biden Justice Department has not brought a single case against any individual for breaking that law by protesting outside of those justices' homes. Um, are you aware of the FBI making any arrests for violations of Section 1507? Uh, I'm, well, I'm aware that we have a number of investigations related to uh, threats of violence against justices um, and against judicial buildings, including the Supreme Court. Uh, and, of course, we assisted in the recent 
charges of the individual who had a, a plot to kill uh, or an intent to kill uh, Justice Kavanaugh. What statutes are involved, uh, I don't know, but I don't, I don't think any of them and used 1507 as the uh, offense. Why were, why were there no arrests for an obvious violation that played out on national television? <laughs> Did someone in the De Biden Department of Justice direct you not to let FBI agents enforce that law? Uh, no, I don't think we've gotten any directive to that effect. I think part of what you're driving at, uh, respectfully, is, is goes to questions about the interpretation of and applicability uh, of the statute. And while I absolutely understand your interest in the question, um, I think this is one of those times where I would uh, point to the department as the lawyers who are making Well, I have it right here in front of me. It's not very confusing. Whoever with the intent of influencing any judge in the discharge of his duty pickets or parades in or near a building or residence occupied or used by such judge shall be fined under this title or imprisoned for not more than one year. I mean, it happened on national television news. Were there no self-starting FBI agents in the area that thought, wow, they're committing a terrible federal crime. I'm going to go arrest them. Well, as I said, you know, we're working very closely with the marshals, with Supreme Court police, uh, with the uh, Supreme Court marshals. You know, they have the principal responsibility for crowd control and protecting the justices. We have a number of investigations underway as we speak. And then questions as to the enforcement of that particular statute uh, constitutionally are, are better directed to the department. Well, I don't think there's much question about the constitutionality. In 1965 in Cox v. Louisiana, the Supreme Court held up a virtually identical state statute. In 1988, Justice John Paul Stevens stated that it would be constitutional to prohibit protesting outside even an elected officials' home, not judges' home, but elected officials' homes, because, quote, there is simply no right to force speech into the home of an unwilling listener. This is the FBI director, by the way, who refuses to go after the protesters of conservative judges, right? Not a single one of them has been charged with a crime. Christopher Ray, though, says you're deplorable because if you're upset about them raiding a former president's home in an unprecedented way. Peter Ducey at the White House, by the way, asked the White House press secretary about this shunking, shocking Trump raid. This is what the White House had to say about it. Take a listen. Do you consider Donald Trump to be a political rival of President Biden? I'm not going to speak to that from here. Well, you talk about Trump all the time. So do you consider him to be... I don't, I don't talk about Trump all the time. Ultra MAGA, you guys were criticizing his handling of COVID last week. Yeah. You've mentioned his January 6th response a couple days and, ago. No. So can you say, based on all that, I, I didn't say anything about Mar-a-Lago. I'm just asking you if you consider the president I'm, to be... I'm saying from here, I'm not going to comment on that. Does the president still want to... I uh, think that he would be very fortunate to run against Trump in 2024, like he had said before. Again, I'm not going to comment it's on... Just, it's just I'm a not, from I'm, the president. In the next election, I'd be very fortunate if I had that same man running against me. Does he still All I can that? tell you, Peter, is that the president intends to run in 2024. Is there a concern here that if you guys don't say more, then these Republicans who are accusing this White House of weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI, are, that's going to become the, the public sentiment. If you guys don't say once and for all, we are not doing that. First, first of all, we're just not going to comment on the Department of Justice investigation. Okay. We're just Isn't it amazing? The White House, right? We're not going to comment 
on the raiding of a former president's home who is our political rival and the front runner for the for the Republican nomination to run against us in 2024 elections. They talk about Trump every time it is uh, politically expedient for them, mocking him or attacking him on the COVID response, mocking, attacking him January 6th, mocking, attacking him on anything. But then you ask a legitimate question in the White House about this raid, and they're like, we're not going to talk about it from the White House. That's not what we do. Just, we're just is, not going to comment are, on that. Is this White House weaponizing the Justice Department and the FBI against, against political opponents? The president has been very clear uh, from before he was elected, very clear on this. Hold on. It's Throughout just, his time in now. office. I, I heard the quote. We will be playing the quote tonight at 6 o'clock. Is this administration weaponizing the Justice Department and the FBI against political opponents? Peter, the president believes in the rule of law. The president believes in the independence of the Department that's, of Justice. Yes or no. Just no, that is. You, you know, by the way, notice they won't even answer this question. They won't even answer the basic question that he keeps asking. Are you weaponizing the United States government to go after your political opponent? And they will not answer that question because they know if they do, it's going to come back to haunt them. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you look at how the White House is responding to this raid... I think it's pretty clear they're going to respond through the media, through leaks, through ridiculous reports that the FBI needed to go in and get nuclear documents that Donald Trump had. They're trying to justify. I mean, it's like these guys sit around at the DOJ and they're like, all right, what would be a reason to raid Donald Trump? Let's just lie to the American people and make up something, right? Let's tell them that we have to find documents related to nuclear weapon secrets. Then that'll justify us raiding Donald Trump's home. Who do we give it to that will print it? Oh, go to the Washington Post. They'll do it. They'll cite unnamed sources hours after Merrick Garland said that he personally signed off on that search warrant, right? This will get us out of jail. That's the reason why the president immediately said, release the records. No, it's not that. And I go back to the question I asked a moment ago. If you thought the president of the United States of America had actual nuclear weapons, right? Nuclear weapons information, technology, blueprints at his house in Mar-a-Lago. Why would you wait a year and a half to go get them if you actually are? That's the reason why you raided Mar-a-Lago. You wouldn't wait a year and a half. But remember, when you're up against the wall here. Instead of actually having to be held accountable for what you did, you point the finger the other way and you get the media to do it with you. Representative Cindy Hoyer was on CNN this morning and said the GOP questioning the FBI rate is dangerous, despicable and disappointing because if you question government, you're now a domestic terrorist. Listen carefully to how this is phrased by CNN and listen to the response from Representative Cindy Hoyer, a hardcore lefty who's been there for decades. I want to turn to a very serious topic, finally, uh, and that is uh, what we're seeing, the rhetoric that we're seeing from your colleagues on the other side of the aisle. Um, after Attorney General Merrick Garland announced the Department of Justice would move to unseal the warrant uh, from the FBI search of Mar-a-Lago, uh, that decision in part was made because of the stunning uh, rhetoric from those online uh, about the agency some of it coming from your Republican colleagues slamming the Department of Justice and the FBI. Here's just an example of some of that. This should scare the living daylights out of American citizens. The way our federal government has gone, it's, it's like what we thought about the Gestapo and pe people like that, that they just go after people. I actually don't think they went in looking for documents. I think that was probably their, 
their excuse. That they I think they went into looking to see whatever they could find. Do I know that the boxes of material they took from Mar-a-Lago, that they won't put things in those boxes to entrap him? How do we know that they're going to be honest with us? We need to have trust in the department uh, of FBI, and, uh, and this just destroys that confidence. Those are sitting members of Congress, sir. And this morning, we know a lot more about why the FBI carried out the search. The Washington Post reporting is that federal agents sought classified documents related to nuclear weapons. The New York Times reports officials were worried leaving those documents at Mar-a-Lago could leave them vulnerable to foreign adversaries acquiring them. So I just wonder if the tone and rhetoric you're hearing this morning, given all of those developments, is different now from your Republican colleagues. I, I love this, right? You go in and you raid Mar-a-Lago. You now say you're justifying it because the president had nuclear war secrets or nuclear technology secrets for, for weapons. And, and, and that's now the, the Washington Post line. And then you play a bunch of Republicans who are concerned about the abuse of power from the FBI with good reason. The Steele dossier. Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, we're never going to let him be president. The overthrowing of, of our government but with, with impeachment one and two. Right. Going after people around him and arresting them, just like Peter Navarro, which we're going to talk to in a moment. And then you frame it as well. There's a threat to this country right now, folks. It's not it's not the FBI and the DOJ coming in and and going into Mar-a-Lago. No, no. It's you guys who are angry about it afterwards. And listen to Steny Hoyer. The Republicans fell all over themselves to demand accountability of Hillary Clinton. They are now. By, by the way, we never raided her house, and there was no accountability for her. Not a single charge when she screwed up. Not one single charge. There was not a single charge of Hillary Clinton, and she had thousands and thousands and thousands of classified documents on a private server that could have easily been hacked and may have been hacked by who knows who around the world. Not a single amount of accountability for anyone involved and the republicans are falling all over themselves saying in effect this president should not be accountable their remarks are dangerous by the way isn't it interesting they just said this president shouldn't be held accountable so so what crime did he commit congressman we're not saying you shouldn't be held accountable if he did something wrong and committed a heinous crime if you commit a heinous crime you should be held accountable regardless of what party you're in but you notice that he's guilty until proven innocent with these Democrats. He's guilty of crimes that they've fabricated. He's guilty of Russian collusion, even though the Mueller investigation showed there was no collusion. Remember, he's still guilty because when you have communists and socialists like this at CNN and Congressman Hoyer, you are always guilty of any crime they want to accuse you of if you get in their way of power. Despicable uh, and disappointing. Uh, the fact of the matter is, in America, no one is above the law. What, what did, no one's above the law? That's a lie. Hunter Biden just went on vacation on Air Force One with his dad. Jim Biden's on vacation. Joe Biden's on vacation. Hillary Clinton made incredible amounts of money off the Clinton Foundation with corruption there. Uma Abedin had classified information on her laptop with porn with Anthony Weiner. No accountability there. There's no accountability for Democrats who commit heinous crimes. Right. Everybody's like, oh, well, this is the Republicans fault now. Right. This is all the Republicans fault. 
No one's above the law. That's the line the Democrats keep using. Okay, unless you do sketchy business with Chinese companies and Ukrainian companies and Russian companies, unless you film yourself literally smoking crack, Hunter Biden, unless you lie on a 4473 firearm form, which is a felony, and are involved in a Russian human trafficking ring, if you do that, you get a ride to vacation on Air Force One. We witnessed it yesterday. CNN's not the only one in the media pushing this narrative now. They're all doing it, folks. Right? They're all saying, okay, you want to criticize us for going into Mar-a-Lago, we're going to call you domestic terrorists. They're saying all this is legal, it's all lawful, this wasn't a raid, this was no big deal, and now they're saying that the president had nuclear weapons information that they allowed him to keep for a year and a half in Mar-a-Lago. They knew he had it for a year and a half. That's, that's the reality of the new claim. Fallout intensifies in the wake of the Trump FBI search is their headline. And you, if you question this, you're a terrorist. Listen. The FBI is a conservative-leaning law enforcement organization, and we've sort of like lost the, lost the thread on that. And- By the way, I love this guy. How dare you question the FBI? They're a conservative law-leaning. No, they're not. James Comey's in charge of it. Director Ray's in charge of it. These are hardcore lefties. This isn't a conservative organization. This is a radical extreme organization, which is trying to overthrow the will of the people. And then this guy's on TV going, wow, you need to understand, this is a conservative organization, everybody. The FBI is conservative. No, they're not. It's a conservative-leaning law enforcement organization. And we've sort of like lost the, lost the thread on that in the past six years. These attacks against the FBI, these attacks against the most important federal law enforcement agency Less than in America. 24 hours after a peaceful search that they gave them a yeah. heads up on. Peaceful search. It's all legal. It's all lawful. It's not a raid. They didn't, you know, they, they're they not there improperly or unlawfully. The Justice Department is returning to its historical position as a law enforcement agency above politics, trying to do the right thing. I don't think there was any politics involved. This appears to be a nonpartisan process. Because anybody on this set had done the same thing, the exact same result would have occurred. A judge would not sign off on that if there were not Mm-hmm. Uh, evidence sources tell me that you know there's a reason they wouldn't go in there if it wasn't really significant if they didn't they weren't really concerned about the nature of the classified information that trump had what he might be doing with it who he might be showing it to these are real national security concerns and the fact that a federal judge approved it shows that hey they've got something there we just don't know what it is well, i love this right a federal judge approved it so therefore they got something there all right let's go back to the fisa court warrant That had to be approved by a federal judge multiple times over. Did the FBI lie to that judge with a FISA warrant? Yeah, they did. They lied. They lied and they slandered and they created misinformation to be able to spy on Donald Trump. We know that now for a fact. But they say, well, if a judge signed off on this, a judge that gave money not once but twice to Barack Obama, then you should trust it. A judge that that actually worked for the federal government going after Jeffrey Epstein on a Monday and then Tuesday, he had resigned and went to go represent Jeffrey Epstein's closest employees, getting them immunity deals for their corruption with child sex trafficking. Same guy that had disparaging comments on about Donald Trump on his own Facebook page. Same guy that gave money to a lot of Democrats. Yeah, no, he would never sign off on this if it wasn't factual, right? That's what the media wants you to believe. 
The former president and his allies are escalating their attacks on the FBI, claiming without any evidence that the investigation is politically motivated. I love this. Did you hear that there? This is where they turn on you. You know, in this shocking news, those on the right are without any evidence questioning this raid on Mar-a-Lago. And now the rhetoric of the right is becoming that of terrorists. When you can't defend what you did, you call the other side racist, bigots, homophobes, xenophobes, anti-LGBTQ, or domestic terrorists. Remember, the, the same FBI and the DOJ that is telling you to trust them is the same DOJ and Garland that classified parents as domestic terrorists if you showed up and voiced your opinion at school board meetings earlier this year. So that's now, forget being called a racist, we've worn that one out. Now you're domestic terrorists. These attacks on the FBI are just very sort of out there and outlandish. Every person out there attacking this is essentially attacking non-politicized and independent law enforcement. Republican attacks on the Department of Justice and the FBI intensify, prompting fears that rhetoric could turn to violence. Oh, there it is. Prompting fears that you guys may start blowing up government buildings. Prompting fears that you guys questioning them. Right? You guys questioning them is going to turn into some sort of domestic terrorist organization that starts just blowing up things all over America. Growing concerns over the reaction from possible right-wing extremists. And they're fomenting that violence uh, right now. The dangerous rhetoric that is being fomented because of this, because of how Trump talks about a raid on his home. No, man, there was no raid on your home. They are basically saying that the, the that law enforcement is engaging in some kind of a political attack. Well, the fact of the matter is, it, it's not, it, 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 we, there's no reason to believe that, and there's no basis for them to assert that. That's why we have law enforcement to actually bring fascists to justice. There it is, fascists fascist to justice i'm jack armstrong he's joe getty we're the armstrong and getty show we cover the stories the mainstream media ignores the stories that are important to your life and important to the world the election of course the many trials of donald trump couple of wars gender bending madness why are kids looking at so much social media and we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on but we do it without the left-wing media spin listen to armstrong and getty on demand on america's number one podcast network iheart open your free iheart app and search the armstrong and getty show to start listening more than a movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies i'm your host alex fumero and each week i'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies from the godfather andy garcia he has the smarts of Vito, the temper of sunny the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. 
This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been podcast would have taken a a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. There's another man who's uh, in the crosshairs of the Justice Department, and uh, this, I guess, seems to be the new thing that's happening, is the Justice Department is coming after anybody connected with Donald Trump. They have now sued Trump advisor Peter Navarro over White House records. The Department of Justice on Wednesday sued Peter Navarro, an advisor to former President Donald Trump, seeking emails from his time in the White House that he has refused to turn over without a grant of immunity. Joining me now to talk about all of this is... Uh, my good friend, Peter Navarro. Peter, I appreciate you coming on. And I want to get your reaction first to this breaking news story now, which is that, well, they had no choice but to go in and go after these records because apparently, and this is from an unnamed source, right? Great story we're telling here, yeah. uh, that, that Donald yeah. Trump had nuclear documents and, and, and we couldn't let them fall into the hands of North Korea or some evil enemy. So we had to come in there with our guns drawn and, 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 and go through everything and find these documents. Your reaction? Uh, ben, first, great to be with you. Uh, second, uh, when I was in the White House uh, with President Trump, um, I learned a little journalistic math. It was that uh, two anonymous sources don't equal a fact. Uh, that was time and time again. I remember... Uh, clearly, when, when I heard this this morning, uh, the first thing that popped into my mind was that the, that, that the Hunter Biden laptop was, was a Russian disinformation program, right? And how long did it take, Ben, for the Department of Justice to acknowledge that it was real? About a year? Um, this, is, this is intolerable left-wing spin that uh, is being put out. But let me, let me see if I can put things in, in, in the broader perspective. I don't know if your listeners know, uh, but um, I was put literally in leg irons 
uh, in solitary confinement uh, in what could only be described as a way over the top bread and circus arrest at the airport by five armed FBI agents. And what what did I do? Well, for four years, I I helped President Trump save millions of lives during the pandemic and created hundreds of thousands of manufacturing jobs, served this country honorably. And, And my reward, apparently, from the Department of Justice was, I think uh, the best word would be a disproportionate response. So the, the arrest itself was weird, and, and that was a criminal charge, Ben. And you, you're right to also point out that not only did they file that, but a week or so later they piled on with this civil suit. Now, here's where I think it's interesting. Uh, this is a little, I think it's a little breaking news in some sense. If you look at uh, the National Archives, which, interestingly, I'm looking at right across the street from where I live, um, it's next to the Department of Justice, which is next to the FBI, right? So I have kind of a unique view on these buildings. Sure. But, but here's the thing. It's like when they raided President Trump's Mar-a-Lago treasure, it was done kind of the tip of the spear was this National Archives. It's like, yeah, you're, you've got something that, that we should have, so give it to us, right? But the concern, I think, rightly, is that when the FBI agents went in there, they were looking for whatever they could find to put Trump behind bars. It was, it was interpreted as an excuse. And the analogy between my case and the president's is that when my lawyers took one look at what the National Archives wanted from me, they wrote in a letter to them, look, it looks like you're trying to engage in in discovery in his criminal case and try to get some more evidence against him or President Trump. So uh, as a matter of good faith, why don't you just give him uh, immunity, so he doesn't have to worry about it. He's got everything. We're cooperating with you, uh, but instead of continuing cooperating with with our side, they just slapped us with a civil suit, just like with President Trump. He was cooperating with them, and they sent in uh, the jackboots. So I want to talk. I want to talk about the, the when you talk about cooperating, and and this is I think such an important part of the story, Peter. You're you're communicating with them. You're cooperating with them. The lawyers are clearly involved. You're saying, I'll give you the stuff you want, but I want to make sure you're not coming after me for something ridiculous. So give me immunity. Here's what you're asking for. We'll give it back to you. If it truly was an issue of national security, they would have taken that deal in two seconds, I would assume. Right. Okay, sure. We want the stuff. It's more important than you are. Um, Here's here's immunity. Here's the info. We're done today. So, so when did it go? Did you have a sense that they were going to, to uh, arrest you the way they did and bully you the way they did and put you in solitary confinement and put your hands behind your back the way that they did? How did that play out, or were you even shocked by that? Oh, I'm not shocked by anything. <laughs> After four years in the White House, trust me on that. Um, but um, it was... It was 
shocking. Were, were, were you surprised at the everybody. abuse of power? Maybe that's a better way of saying it. I mean, you're you're going along your day. You and I have dealt with yeah. with, with different things like yeah. this in, in our in our careers, right? But you even kind of feel yeah. like you have a footing. You know where you are, right? You know when things are ratcheting up. But did you really believe they were going to do that to you on that day, or were you like, are you kidding me? Oh, it was definitely a "Are you kidding me?" moment. There's no question about that. But it wasn't. It's it kind of a weird combination of, yeah, okay, you're capable of that. Uh, but really, do you really want to do this? Because look, Ben, it was over the top. I mean, the first thing I did after I got out after 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 all this is I went out in front of the press conference and said, "Look, uh, go buy my book, Taking Back Trump's America." Why? Because now it's going to be my legal defense fund. And you know what? Uh, you take a get wild guess, Ben. How much money I've had this had to shell out so far? For I'm sure it's oh, look. I'm sure it's six thing. figures. I had to deal with a frivolous lawsuit several years ago, and 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 we were in the 140 range just yeah. for that frivolous yeah. lawsuit, and that was 140 grand oh. out of my own pocket over something that was stupid. Okay, so this is a misdemeanor, and it's four hundred thousand dollars plus so far. Okay, so wow. this taking back Trump's America, but I went out and, and like I'm, I'm like deadly serious. Buy it. It's the blueprint for taking back the House and winning back the White House. But if you want to help me buy that, it's my legal defense fund. Now, to your point, um, I, I, I'm literally standing looking across at the FBI building from my building. I'm, I, I kick field goals in high school, right? I could literally kick a field goal from here and hit the FBI, right? And and two days before they arrested me, I called the agent, Walter Giordana, and said, hey, Walter, you know, if you need anything, um, just just call me up, I'm happy to cooperate. What's normal in these situations, Ben, is what's called voluntary surrender, right? And no fraud involved, there's no threat of flight, there's nothing, I'm just like, I'm here, guys, right? But I'm not. I'm not so hiding from you. You know where I am. Tell me what you want to do. I'll yeah. come in in an orderly fashion. You can take the pictures, yeah. book me, and the, and and we'll do it the right yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they stalk me. Like they, I'm going to Nashville. Like I know you. You, you must know Mike Huckabee, right? Like, oh yeah, good, good, you know, a dear there, friend of mine. Like, yeah, I was like on the way to see Mike. It's like at his beautiful. Uh, uh, facility there and stuff like that. I, you know, they, they, they wait. They say, you know, they're stalking me. Well, I get in the jetway. Three armed agents come from behind me. Two come at me. Uh, drag me down on the tarmac, put me in handcuffs. And then they take me back home, right, minus 50 yards, right, to the FBI. And then 20 minutes later, I'm in the, 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 the dungeon, the basement dungeon of the D.C. court. Right, where and and, and I, they strip searched me. That was fun. Um, they put me in leg irons, right, and then they walked me down to a cell. I mean, I'm having it was like it, it was like a, a, a catch twenty two kind of kind of scene. And, and right? by the way, I'm not it's I'm like not being I'm rude when I down. say this. I, I want to be clear. I'm not trying to be rude when I say this to you, Peter. But yeah. y- 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 how old are you now? Seventy-three. Okay, so it's not like you're going to overpower four guys. You get the, and the picture I'm trying to paint is 
They were sending him. It's not like you're going to outrun them, yeah. okay? You're 73 yeah. years old. You're, you're, you're in the later stages of your career, your life. It's not exactly like they're, 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 you know, they're, they're arresting the rock here, okay? You're 73 yeah, years old. Lead, 145 pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and my point is, they were wanting to send a message clearly to you yeah, that course. you know yeah. the hell with you. You don't do what we tell you to do, and you don't give us what we demand. We're going to put you in shackles and leg irons, and we're going to strip search you, and we're going to take away every bit of your of decency and and, and respect yeah. and integrity and honor. We're the FBI. You don't f with us to be blunt, and, and this is what it's yeah. going to look like. That's an intimidation factor. Yeah, and that's exactly right. And and for me, it's like, look, um, four years in the White House. If I can last there, I can last anywhere. These guys, it's like water off me. I mean, who the, who the hell cares? I'll be honest with you. It's like, it's like, it was like, are you kidding me, guys? Really? You're going to do this? Because anybody who looks at it, it's absurd on its face, Ben. And all it does is, is it hardens the hearts of the deplorables against these, this dual system of justice and these crazy Democrats. Well, you but, notice, but you just I mentioned something. You now, just mentioned something, Peter. You, you've, you've watched this over the last 24 hours. The media is yeah. now saying that anyone that is upset about the raid at Mar-a-Lago and what's gone down is now an extremist, a possible domestic terrorist, a threat to this country. You saw the White House um, basically come out with a hard statement denouncing uh, extremism, saying they won't put up with it or tolerate it. You, we, we played a montage earlier in the show uh, of all these media outlets that are out there saying, uh, you know, well, we got to be careful because the extremists out there and, we, and, and the FBI's Mar-a-Lago raid wasn't actually a raid. It, it, it wasn't it wasn't political, but you got to watch out for these crazies you got to yeah. watch out for these maga yeah. people yeah. that might try to start a civil war they say yeah well here's here's what i say it's like okay they've showed their hand they showed their hand with me ben okay that 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 sh that should have been a wake-up call right I, i'm one of the i i i'm i buried the lead again here it's like i'm the only white house advisor in the history of our republic who's ever been charged with this okay this is like what my lawyer calls a case of first impression. And what it's about is this fight over executive pros. But here's what I'm telling people. Let's, let's, let's everybody listen to the show, let's, let's take them as to who they are. Bill Belichick, you are what your score says you are. Okay, they, Navarro and Leg Irons, they raided Mar-a-Lago. Facts. Those are facts. What do we do? The Taking Back Trump's America book is dedicated to two propositions. One is, is grab the friggin' house that representatives gavel from Nancy Pelosi's cold hands. Grab it for Trump Republicans and put an end to the weaponization illegally of Congress's investigatory powers. And two, get Trump back in the White House in 2024. And that's what I'm focused on. I'm telling people right now, Ben, it's like get involved. Find a congressional seat that we got to win to take back the House, help carry Lake, in Arizona for Governor Tudor Dixon in Michigan, Doug Mastriano in Pennsylvania, Mark Fincham as Secretary of State in Arizona, Christina Paramo in, in Michigan. What we need to do, Ben, now is to quit screwing around and take back the reins of power. And that's what I'm focused on. I'm going to fight my legal battles. I had a court hearing yesterday. I got another one in two weeks. But I am focused on taking power back 
to the people. Uh, Peter, I want to ask you specifically about this breaking news story, right, that says, all right, you think Donald Trump is being persecuted. You're wrong. He had classified documents on nuclear weapons at Mar-a-Lago. President Trump has ridiculed this report this morning, suggesting that he had classified documents about nuclear weapons at his home, saying, quote, nuclear weapons issue is a hoax, just like Russia, Russia, Russia was a hoax. Two impeachments were a hoax. The Mueller investigation was a hoax. And much, much more is what he said on his social media, True Social. Uh, Trump said he is encouraging, quote, the immediate release of the search warrant and related documents that led to the FBI's raid on Mar-a-Lago on Monday. Do you think there's any chance that Donald Trump would have taken classified documents on nuclear weapons to Mar-a-Lago? Ben, I have no idea. What I do know is that um, when Barack Obama left the White House, uh, he backed up a huge truck and and took a huge amount of documents uh, that he was supposed to digitize and return to the archives. And how many years later has that been? Who knows? Look, here's what I know based on the past, Ben. the, The highest likelihood is that this is simply left-wing spin uh, to, to, to pivot away from an issue that they know is incredibly damaging to them. This was over the top. Whatever Donald Trump had, he was cooperating with the National Archives and the Department of Justice and the FBI. Everything was cordial about it. And just like they, they went in with the, the guns drawn into Mar-a-Lago, uh, they, they took me down when they didn't have to at, at an airport and then endangered the public. I mean, it's just like, it's just, it's just, it's just over the top disproportionate responses. And, and it was interesting to me that Merrick Garland owned it yesterday. I thought he was maybe going to throw the FBI under the bus because this, this is a, a political miscalculation and a legal miscalculation. It's just wrong. I mean, in my case, Ben, it's a very interesting case. Uh, listeners should understand. It's like I was subpoenaed by this this kangaroo court uh, up on Capitol Hill that's allegedly investigating Jan 6. We all know what they're trying to do is to put Trump in jail so he can't be president again. We know that, right? They subpoena me, and I'm immediately between a rock and a hard place constitutionally because the president invokes executive privilege. And as I stated from the outset and repeatedly, not my privilege to waive. That's the legal point, right? So I, I, had, I had no choice here. And so what I'm doing is my duty to the country and the Constitution. I'm defending something that's really important. And here's, here's the punchline. 50 years of Department of Justice policy, 50 years across Democrat and Republican administrations support exactly what I am doing. And what, what Merrick Garland has done is go against 50 years of policy uh, to have a bread circus arrested me at the airport when I could have voluntarily surrendered and trying to strip President Trump of executive privilege. I mean, it's, all of this is it's important, Ben. The reason why I'm willing to go to prison is because I want the Supreme Court to settle the law on this. We can't have a situation where Joe Biden and the Department of Justice 
and Nancy, uh, and Nancy Pelosi and Liz Cheney destroy executive privilege. That goes back to George Washington. It's critical for presidential decision-making. People need to understand that. And they're trying to destroy it, and I'm in their way. Senator Ron Johnson has just called for more FBI agents to call out corruption, uh, as some are starting to do in Washington, D.C. I yeah. do think there is an inside war Amen. going on uh, within the FBI with whistleblowers. And I think now you're going to probably see more whistleblowers come forward because of all this. Uh, Peter, God bless you. I want to have you back again soon. Grab his new book. It's basically like a legal defense uh, fund for Peter. Uh, One more time, the name of the book for everybody listening. Yeah, please. Taking Back Trump's America. Taking Back Trump's America. Get on Amazon today. You can go to my website, PeterNavarro.com, for more information. But then it's the blueprint to get the House back for Trump Republicans and the White House back for Trump and we've got to get that book going. And, and, and yeah, it'll help me with a legal defense fund. And I'm dead serious about that. This stuff's expensive, and that's what the Democrats want. That's what they're hoping. They want to bankrupt you. That's what their that's goal is. Peter, thank that's, you, that's sir. Goal. Thank you, man. Uh, hey, keep ben, standing strong, yourself, and, and we'll, see you, we'll see you back here soon. I promise you that. Please share this podcast with your family and friends. Please make sure you write us a five-star review wherever you're listening to this podcast so that it will help us reach more people. And we will see you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kiwi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.